2 Chronicles chapter 34. Josiah institutes religious reforms. Josiah was eight years old when he became king and he reigned for 31 years in Jerusalem. He did what the Lord approved and followed his ancestor David's footsteps. He did not deviate to the right or the left. In the eighth year of his reign, while he was still young, he began to seek the God of his ancestor David. In his twelfth year, he began ridding Judah and Jerusalem of the high places, Asherah poles, idols and images. He ordered the altars of the Baals to be torn down and broke the incense altars that were above them. He smashed the Asherah poles, idols and images, crushed them and sprinkled the dust over the tombs of those who had sacrificed to them. He burned the bones of the pagan priests on the altars. He purified Judah and Jerusalem in the cities of Manasseh, Ephraim and Simeon, as far as Naphtali and in the ruins around them. He tore down the altars and Asherah poles, demolished the idols and smashed all the incense altars throughout the land of Israel. Then he returned to Jerusalem. In the 18th year of his reign, he continued his policy of purifying the land and the temple. He sent Shaphan, son of Azaliah, Maziah, the city official, and Joah, son of Johaz, the secretary, to repair the temple of the Lord his God. They went to Hilkiah, the high priest, and gave him the silver that had been brought to the Lord's temple. The Levites who guarded the door had collected it from the people of Manasseh and Ephraim, and from all who were left in Israel, as well as from all the people of Judah and Benjamin and the residents of Jerusalem. They handed it over to the construction form and assigned to the Lord's temple. They, in turn, paid the temple workers to restore and repair it. They gave money to the craftsmen and builders to buy chiselled stone and wood for the braces and rafters of the buildings that the kings of Judah had allowed to fall into disrepair. The men worked faithfully. Their supervisors were Jahath and Obadiah, Levites descended from Merari, as well as Zechariah and Meshulam, descendants of Kohath. The Levites, all of whom were skilled musicians, supervised the labourers and all the foremen on their various jobs. Some of the Levites were scribes, officials and guards. When they took out the silver that had been brought to the Lord's temper, Hilkiah the priest found the law scroll the Lord had given to Moses. Hilkiah informed Shaphan the scribe, I found the scroll in the Lord's temple. Hilkiah gave the scroll to Shaphan. Shaphan brought the scroll to the king and reported, Your servants are doing everything assigned to them. They melted down the silver in the Lord's temple and handed it over to the supervisors and the construction foreman. Then Shaphan the scribe told the king, Hilkiah the priest has given me a scroll. Shaphan read it aloud before the king. When the king heard the words of the law, he tore his clothes. The king ordered Hilkiah, Achiham son of Shaphan, Abdon son of Micah, Shaphan the scribe, and Asiah the king's servant, go, ask the Lord for me and for those who remain in Israel and Judah about the words of this scroll that have been discovered. For the Lord's great fury has been ignited against us, because our ancestors did not obey the word of the Lord by living according to all that is written in this scroll. So Hilkiah and the others sent by the king went to Huldah the prophetess, the wife of Shalom, son of Tokath, the son of Hazra, supervisor of the wardrobe. She lived in Jerusalem in the Mishnah district. They stated their business and she said to them, This is what the Lord God of Israel says. Say this to the man who sent you. This is what the Lord says. I am about to bring disaster on this place and its residents. 
all the curses that are recorded in the scroll, which have been read before the king of Judah. This will happen because they have abandoned me and offered sacrifices to other gods, angering me with all the idols they have made. My anger will ignite against this place and will not be extinguished. Say this to the king of Judah, who sent you to seek an oracle from the Lord. This is what the Lord God of Israel says concerning the words you have heard. You displayed a sensitive spirit and humbled yourself before God when you heard his words concerning his place and its residence. You humbled yourself before me, tore your clothes and wept before me, and I have heard you, says the Lord. Therefore I will allow you to die and be buried in peace. You will not have to witness all the disaster I will bring on this place and its residence. Then they reported back to the king. The king summoned all the leaders of Judah and Jerusalem. The king went up to the Lord's temple, accompanied by all the people of Judah, the residents of Jerusalem, the priests and the Levites, all the people who were there from the oldest to the youngest. He read aloud all the words of the scroll of the covenant that had been discovered in the Lord's temple. The king stood by his pillar and renewed the covenant before the Lord, agreeing to follow the Lord and to obey his commandments, laws and rules with all his heart and being by carrying out the terms of this covenant recorded on this scroll. He made all who were in Jerusalem and Benjamin agree to it. The residents of Jerusalem acted in accordance with the covenant of God, the God of their ancestors. Josiah removed all the detestable idols from all the areas belonging to the Israelites and encouraged all who were in Israel to worship the Lord their God. Throughout the rest of his reign, they did not turn aside from following the Lord God of their ancestors. 2 Chronicles chapter 35, Josiah observes the Passover. Josiah observed a Passover festival for the Lord in Jerusalem. They slaughtered the Passover lambs on the 14th day of the first month. He appointed the priests to fulfil their duties and encouraged them to carry out their service in the Lord's temple. He told the Levites who instructed all Israel about these consecrated things to the Lord. Place the holy ark in the temple which King Solomon, son of David of Israel, built. Don't carry it on your shoulders. Now serve the Lord your God and his people Israel. Prepare yourselves by your families according to your divisions, as instructed in writing by King David of Israel and his son Solomon. Stand in the sanctuary and, together with the Levites, represent the family divisions of your countrymen. Slaughter the Passover lambs, consecrate yourselves, and make preparations for your countrymen to celebrate according to the Lord's message, which came through Moses. From his own royal flocks and herds, Josiah supplied the people with 30,000 lambs and goats for the Passover sacrifice, as well as 3,000 cattle. His officials also willingly contributed to the people, priests and Levites. Hilkiah, Zechariah and Jehiel, the leaders of God's temple, gave the priests 2,600 Passover sacrifices and 300 cattle. Kananiah and his brothers Shemaiah and Nethanel, along with Heshbiah, Jeel, Josabad, the officials of the Levites, supplied the Levites with 5,000 Passover sacrifices and 500 cattle. Preparations were made and the priests stood at their posts and the Levites in their divisions as prescribed by the king. They slaughtered the Passover lambs and the beasts, splashed the blood while the Levites skinned the animals. They reserved the burnt offerings and the cattle for the family divisions of the people to present to the Lord, as prescribed in the book of Moses. 
They cooked the Passover sacrifices over the open fire as prescribed and cooked the consecrated offerings in pots, kettles and pans. They quickly served them to all the people. Afterward, they made preparations for themselves and for the priests, because the priests, the descendants of Aaron's, were offering burnt sacrifices and fat portions until evening. The Levites made preparations for themselves and for the priests, the descendants of Aaron. The musicians, the descendants of Asaph, manned their posts as prescribed by David. Asaph, Heman, Jeduthan, the king's prophet. The guards at the various gates did not need to leave their posts, for their fellow Levites made preparations for them. So all the preparations for the Lord's service were made that day, as the Passover was observed and the burnt sacrifices were offered on the altar of the Lord, as prescribed by King Josiah. So the Israelites who were present observed the Passover at that time, as well as the Feast of the Unleavened Bread for seven days. A Passover like this had not been observed in Israel since the days of Samuel the prophet. None of the kings of Israel had observed a Passover like the one celebrated by Josiah, the priests, the Levites, all the people of Judah and Israel who were there, and the residents of Jerusalem. This Passover was observed in the 18th year of Josiah's reign. Josiah's reign ends. After Josiah had done all this for the temple, King Necho of Egypt marched up to do battle at Carchemish on the Euphrates River. Josiah marched out to oppose him. Necho sent messengers saying, Why are you opposing me, O king of Judah? I'm not attacking you today, but the kingdom with which I am at war. God told me to hurry, stop opposing God, who is with me, or else he will destroy you. But Josiah did not turn back from him. He disguised himself for battle. He did not take seriously the words of Necho, which he had received from God. He went to fight him in the plain of Megiddo. Archers shot King Josiah. The king ordered his servants, Take me out of this chariot, for I am seriously wounded. So his servants took him out of the chariot, put him in another chariot that he owned, and brought him to Jerusalem, where he died. He was buried in the tombs of his ancestors. All the people of Judah and Jerusalem mourned Josiah. Jeremiah composed laments for Josiah, which all the male and female singers used to mourn Josiah to this very day. It has become customary in Israel to sing these. They are recorded in the Book of Laments. The rest of the events of Josiah's reign, including the faithful acts he did in obedience to what is written in the law of the Lord and his accomplishments from start to finish, are recorded in the scroll of the kings of Israel and Judah. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, God's Suffering Servants Now because we are fellow workers, we also urge you not to receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, I heard you at the acceptable time, and in the day of salvation I helped you. Look, now is the acceptable time. Look, now is the day of salvation. We do not give anyone an occasion for taking an offence in anything, so that no fault may be found with our ministry. But as God's servants we have commended ourselves in every way, with great endurance, in persecutions, in difficulties, in distresses, in beatings, in imprisonments, in riots, in troubles, in sleepless nights, in hunger, by purity, by knowledge, by patience, by benevolence, by the Holy Spirit, by genuine love, by truthful teaching, by the power of God, with weapons of righteousness both for the right hand and for the left, through glory and dishonour, 
through slander and praise, regarded as impostors and yet true, as unknown and yet well known, as dying and yet see, we continue to live as those who are scourged and yet not executed, as sorrowful but always rejoicing, as poor but making many rich, as having nothing and yet possessing everything. We have spoken freely to you, Corinthians. Our heart has been opened wide to you. Our affection for you is not restricted, but you are restricted in your affections for us. Now, as a fair exchange, I speak as to my children. Open wide your hearts to us also. Unequal partners. Do not become partners with those who do not believe. For what partnership is there between righteousness and lawlessness? Or what fellowship does light have with darkness? And what agreement does Christ have with Beliar? Or what does the believer share in common with an unbeliever? And what mutual agreement does the temple of God have with idols? For we are the temple of the living God, just as God said, I will live in them and will walk among them, and I will be their God and they will be my people. Therefore, come out from their midst and be separate, says the Lord, and touch no unclean thing and I will welcome you. And I will be a father to you, and you will be my sons and daughters, says the all-powerful Lord.